Welcome back to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. Nay, the galaxy. No, this it's, I don't even know which way or we go anymore. Just welcome back to the greatest podcast ever. Prospecting the Prospected. Liam, my brother, how are you? Brother, I'm here. It's Sunday. I'm ready to rock and roll. I'm getting text messages from clients. I was about to say... Um, that was rude. I don't have your full attention, so I'm not going to tell you how good I am. <laughs> Look, real estate doesn't stop. You should know this by now. No, no, it doesn't stop. And um, wow, I just lost my fucking train of thought. I keep that's this is the spot when I sit here in this spot, barn. Yes, maybe because I get distracted by the boats, or you got distracted by the ding, and that distraction turned into a bigger distraction. You did throw me off there, Byron, but I did. Um, I'm giving you a pass here. Thanks, brother. But, um, you know, I'm good. Sunday, big week ahead. Mm. Um, but, yeah, how was your week? We're doing a recap already. Well, we're hooking in. Um, so, first week back from leave. Monday, Monday, I always find the first day back to be a bit of a, almost like a catch up. As in, you sort of like jet lag when you get off a plane, off a long flight mm-hmm. or something. And you're like, oh, I'm sort of know what I'm doing and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but it's not quite working the way it would normally. But overall, decent day, um, good catch up into the new office, um, did a couple little housekeeping things. We have some massive whiteboards and I freaking love them. It is honestly, the, all right, here's a, here's a pearl of wisdom for you already. If you don't have whiteboards and stuff in your office, get some because they are fantastic <laughs> for getting stuff out of your brain and onto something else that's visible uh, now i will say if you work in an office where there's lots of competition don't put all your key stuff up in the board but if you're like myself where you trust everybody good luck uh but anyway so yes got the whiteboards up and um tuesday was a bit of a like a almost like a half day because we had the awards night which was a a lot of fun and apologies. We didn't get any interviews. It was way too goddamn loud to try and do anything. And we probably had a little bit too much fun. <laughs> so we'll move on from that. Wednesday was a complete write-off. Uh, luckily, it was yep. a public holiday for me. So I didn't have to worry about it. And then Thursday was a good day. A couple of appraisals booked in my key area. And it felt really nice. Friday, I had... Okay, so... Friday's where it gets spicy. Unfortunately, I didn't really book anything. Um, however, I was out door knocking for the start of the day. And um, so I had a really good conversation with a client I've been sort of nurturing for a while. And I thought, you know what, while I'm in the area, I'm, even though it wasn't the street I was doing my normal knocks on, I'll go and pop over to this person, just check in, see how they're going. Because uh, they told me last time I saw them that'd be an end of year seller. Anyway, I got on the door and as I walk part, like as I'm walking up to the house, I see this car on the right and a guy in a suit with his hair a little bit fancy. I'm like, oh, spidey senses are tingling. That looks like an agent. I was like, ah, oh, stuff I could not give a care in the world. So I went and knocked on the door that I was heading for. She opens the door and she go, I go, I don't know if you remember me. She goes, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Um, but you kind of threw me a little because I'm actually, I was waiting for another real estate agent. I went, oh. Well, I mean, I can be that one, but does that mean you're getting close to selling? And she's like, oh, no, no, I just know him. And I said he could come over. And straight away, I was like, the real estate that you're... Uh, oh, that's, good. That's, <laughs> see, that's what was going off in my head. 
funnily enough. That, that, there you go. That, you know what? That means she's selling. That's a sign from the universe. If ever I've heard one, that's a fucking sign. Pardon my French. But that, was, that was not planned, people. Um, oh, shit. Could we you imagine? If, now. I was going to say, could you imagine if we put sound effects in the potty as well? Oh, my God. We take it to the next level. Oh, very, mm-hmm. very quick note. Apologies for the audio last week. If it's that shit this week, I will find a way to do something about it. I'm really sorry. But back to the story. You know, she said, I'm waiting for another real estate agent. I said, oh, you know, is that me? Um, it doesn't happen to be the guy sitting out in his car down there, does it? She's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I think it is. And then I said, are you actually getting ready to sell? And she said, no, no, I just know him and I'm happy to have him over for a conversation or whatever she said. I was like, okay, cool. Finished the conversation. I was like, well, if it's starting at 10, because I had a quick look at my watch and I figured that's what the go was, I better get going. Um, and then he's gotten out of his car. I've started walking back down to him. I went, oh, 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 and I just had a big old laugh to myself. And I went, what a coincidence this is. And he's like, oh, oh, hey, how you going? I was like, Good luck. And then I just kept walking past him. So I hope I absolutely messed up his mental game. And it was, he walked in there going, holy, how does this, What I don't even know who that guy is. Why is another real estate agent sniffing around? Because now they know how I feel. You should have just said, I just signed her up. I wouldn't even bother. Oh, why didn't I think of that? All right, next time. Next time, because there will be a next time. I will do that. Look, mate, I already signed her up. Don't worry about it. That's something, but yeah, for next the, time, we'll keep that. But the problem is, he would have gone there and be like, did you sign? And she would have like, no. And then that would just make me a liar. So He probably would have asked her, yeah. For sure. <laughs> Especially if they knew each other. But anyway, um, Saturday, uh, I booked another appraisal in my key area. Very happy with that one because it's a good block. But um, not too many. It feels light on for the first week back, but I'm keen for next week because I've got a lot of prospecting to do. So... Um, like productivity wise, I'll give it like a, I'll be kind seven. Uh, I want 10 appraisals a week. Like that, that is ultimately the goal. And then after our recap, I'll actually get into a cool conversation I had with another prospector. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a seven. I want 10. I only got three, actually four, five. Sorry. No, I got five. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I'll give that a six. That's not really worth the seven. Energy and emotionally, um, without getting too deep into it, I'm going to say like a two. And yeah, but work-wise, I keep it high at all times. So I'm a machine. But that's me done. Lism. Lism. What the? Lism. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but you're now Lism. How are you, brother? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the podcast, Lizard. Oh man, no, that's good. I'm proud of you. That's a um, that's a solid recap. Yeah, thanks. Um, my week. Um, on Monday I was keen to go to the awards, so I was uh, my head was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like Byron said, we it started off. Yeah, no, nah, wasn't happening. No interviews. <laughs> it just it was just too flipping loud. It was. It, w- it would have been impossible. We would have had to drag people away, and it was too hard. So, but even I, I dragged someone away, right? And even then, we were yelling to hear each other. Yeah. But anyway, Reece said he'd do it for a hundred bucks. By the way, he did actually. So we'll have to we'll have to look into that. We'll have yep. to dip into the pockets, and you know, we'll look into it. But um, well, you're a big agent now. You can pay for it. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, um, he should be paying us actually, Brian. I might, I might bring that up to him. Um, yeah, flip it on him. But yeah, on what was it? On a Monday, I also had to stand at that house again because oh, um, yes. the the lady um, had to get the rest of her stuff out. So pretty much till there till about three o'clock on Monday again, which was it was great fun. Love it. Um, yeah, Wednesday was a bit hungy, a bit hungover. <laughs> Thursday, I think I booked two, maybe. Yes, you did. Um, and then Friday, I think I got maybe one, maybe one a pro pro. Um, Saturday, few groups through the opens, which was nice. It's always a good feeling, eh? No interest. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't know if I called them back too late. Like it was about four o'clock, and one property, not one of them answered. So I sent them all a text as well. I'll call them all again tomorrow, but. Yeah, one of them even read the text, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty mean." But um, it didn't yeah. add up. Yeah, so oh, so, oh, let's go. Let's go. Uh, you know, probably a six for productivity. Seven. I uh, was. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Here we go. Let's do it this way. Um. Yeah. So seven. The universe just said you were lying. By the way, productivity ten. No. Ten. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so yeah, six was, we'll go six or seven for productivity. I wasn't, I did have a hangover day, so you know, that's yep. very productive, but it was nice when it took the dog for Briggy. But yeah, <laughs> energy, energy will get back up there. We've got quite a few listings coming through. I think Reese ended up getting mm. maybe six or seven phone calls now mm. of actually people selling, and I think about four of them are signed up and they're all going to be coming soon. So nice. I'm just, yeah, like I said last time, living off that. Um, <laughs> well, you, no, don't we you do have our... some other news to share in that respect from this morning? Um, oh, yeah. We uh, have a studio coming up, studio apartment. And Reese said, I'm going to let you do this one solo. So that'll be my first solo listing. Um, big boy, big boy. Right. We're going to be getting records all over the place. Big uh, records. <laughs> a couple mil at least. couple mil. So, you know, for a studio in Palmy, yep. a few mil, a few mil. Can that'll you imagine a, how popular you would be? If I get three mil, that'll be about $2.5, $2.6 million record. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, so that'll be all right. I'm on a couple of listings with Reese, So about three listings with Reese, and this will be the fourth. So keeps you a bit busy. Yep. And uh, it steers you away from prospecting for the full eight hours of the day. Mm-hmm. So that is nice. That is refreshing. Um, it was killing me for a little while there. And uh, but then again, Reese getting more listings does give me more prospecting to do. So it's a double-edged sword, Byron. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's me, brother. That's me. Productivity, yeah, seven or something. Energy, probably an eight or a nine. I'm still recovering from Tuesday. <laughs> so hopefully we can uh, hook back in on Monday. Good boy, good boy. I like it. Thanks, man. That's like another solid recap. So uh, it's it's good to be back into the swing of these things, you know. Mm. getting some consistency down pat i kind of uh i'm sure the people all the people out there appreciate the millions of listeners that we have but um could be into the billions now Byron. i mean basically the whole planet and it's not in the billions i'll be worried well the th- if you really think about it so we did say we are the greatest podcast in the universe there's probably aliens now also listening there could be that's why it says that there's listeners in spain it could be a glitch <laughs> Yeah, we have. Uh, hold on, we have we have listeners in nine different countries. Is it nine? Yeah, we're up to nine. Oh shit, man, we're gonna be too big for our boots soon. I already am. I need big oh, boots. Actually, I 
Well, look, we're doing this podcast at eight o'clock on a fucking Sunday, which is lovely. It isn't it? I'm it's still going to go home and cook dinner. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that makes me feel quite bad. So no, you're right. I was there watching the footy, to be honest. So I'll let you. I'll let you have this one. All right, good. Well, uh, I did. So circling back around, um, because this, funnily enough, this podcast is actually about prospecting, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I did get to meet, so no recording, but I did get to meet another very successful uh, podcaster prospector in our network, uh, and had a really good chat with her. Cause you know how sometimes we've talked about how trainers, they're all well and good and they can give you some scripts. They can give you some dialogues. And then when it comes to actually being in the real world, (laughs) sometimes it doesn't work. There's never... There's never any coaching or guidance on what happens when they're like, no. Because <laughs> no just doesn't seem to be a response. No, it doesn't, Brian, because what they tell you works 100% of the time, all the time. Yeah. Uh, studies have been done that it works 100% of the time, 60% of the time. Is that the quote <laughs> from that, that movie? Yep. Yep. Anchorman. Yeah. There you go. So I have not watched it, but I've seen that quote before. So there you go. I'm cultured. Um, but no, it was really good chatting with her because Elliot goes, look, I really want you to meet her. And so, uh, I, as I said, I had to drag her away so we could actually, that sounds really bad, but I couldn't hear a damn thing. So we went and had this conversation and it was good in a sense because she actually confirmed a lot of the stuff that I already do, um, with the way that she does. And I, I will say she's very successful, like really good at her job. She also started with no real estate experience, by the way. So any of you out there who think, oh, well, she's probably just a genius or has been doing it for yonkies. No, she just has a process that she follows. Um, But she did talk about a couple of like really key differences. And that was in the sense of like you've got to be energetic. And we've talked about this before. So really happy and energetic on the phone um, if that's where you're talking to them. Um, Or if you're the door, and I even spoke to Elliot about this, um, not being so real estatey, and mm. not necessarily having to get through the door the first time every time. Like it's okay to come back again, which I do know. Um, but yeah, she's like energy is really important. Um, and when the other key key thing was is obviously working around your listings is really good, but almost not giving people the option to say no or forcing them to say no with your assumption, like your assumptivity. Um, so how direct you are and just not pushing your way through the door, but we're doing it in the best interest of these people. So get yourself in. And if they really don't want your help, like have the courage to be ready for them to tell you to piss off. And if it's not piss off, it's you just don't give them the option. You hang up and you move on. Or if they keep saying no, say, oh, I won't give away all the trade secrets, but... Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. And so, I mean, I'm happy to, I'm happy to sort of, well, not happy to sort of, I am doing what she suggested. Like I made a few tweaks already and it paid off straight away. I think the two appraisals that I booked on Thursday came off the back of slightly tweaking my language and they both said no the first two times. One of them was also a second time call and I was like, I'll give it a crack and see if this works. And yeah, just it was good. Well, there you go. You learn something new every by talking to prospectors. Yeah, 
Well, that's what we've been fucking asking, but uh, nobody's been putting their hand up. <laughs> Maybe no one's got anything to add and we've got all the stuff to add. Maybe we've just got so much knowledge that people are fucking terrified of, uh, of coming on here and just saying what we've already said, Byron. Well, I'm starting to think that's right. Oh, well, fuck, maybe it is. Maybe we need to look at everyone else, not ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so what this is going to become is we'll bring on a new prospector and turn him into a god. Mm, done. Let's do that. Oh, we could have a project person. Kind of oh, like when cool. you have one in the gym, you know, the, the weedy, like, weak little kid, and you're like, I'm going to train this boy to be awesome. Yeah, let's have a project. A prospect. Prospect. <laughs> uh, oh, but, man. But, but uh, what do you reckon, Liam? No, I think... Say when people say no. <sighs> when people say no, to be honest, if I know that they're selling, oh, it's, it's a fine line. If... If I'm just cold calling, trying to hit a million people, um, and they say no, to be honest, I don't work on them too hard. No. Nah. You know, if they're like, oh, no, nah, I don't want an appraisal, like I'm all good first time talking to them, then I probably won't go any harder on that, mm-hmm. um, even though trainers do believe that it works 100% of the time. So you shouldn't even get the no in the first place. But That's right. Um, yeah, with um, maybe somebody that I know is selling, I do like that assumptive close. I do like that. It's actually really important. Well, you like you said, if you go, well, how about we, I don't know if you said it just then, but, you know, how about we meet tomorrow at four? Oh, you can't do four? How about five? You know, like, and just try and get through the door, try that way. Because at the end of the day, what do you got to lose, eh? Well, I, so I tweaked it a little bit again. And instead of saying, how about we do four o'clock? I said, look, what I'll do is I'll book you for five o'clock on Monday. And we'll go from there. And she's like, oh, I really don't want to waste your time. I was like, no, it's never a waste of our time. We'll see you at five o'clock. And I didn't even know if five o'clock was good for her. But I figured if she didn't say no, well, it must have been okay. Mm. Because Elliot went and did the appraisal and he said it was a really good appraisal. Well, you're right. It's good It's good to try and get back there after that as well. Oh, yeah. we. I. Without giving too much away, I think... Um, I think we'll be back there again, no problem. Oh, yeah, catch my drift. <laughs> yeah, but um, it is tricky when people say no because you know you can be a little bit cheekier with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that didn't that come up a couple of times this week? I know I, I know I used the phrase both on myself and on you. Well, I mean, we don't have it already. What have we got to lose? We're going to yeah. lose listing even more. It is hard because you do get some of the stubborn old people that go, nah, nah, we're good for now. Nah, we're all good. That no, but even the ones that are selling or something, like, so, all right, good example. Got sort of like a hot tip about a, a listing that expired and the agent had been turfed that day. And I was like, oh, oh. And we had the contact details for the person um, who was who turfed them. So basically it was a fresh they still wanted to sell. So I called them straight away and they're like, oh, listen, um, funnily enough, I actually just got rid of my old agent and I'm going to go with the guy I was going to go with the first time who was an old mate. I was like, oh, does he happen to work in the area? He's like, no, but he's got the gift of the gab and uh, he's very aggressive in his sales like tactics. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, area knowledge makes a big difference. So, um, you know, 
if you need to get your property sold and you can't get it done, I'm here. And then after we got off the phone, I shot him a text message uh, as well because he's like, nah, look, I'm signing with this other bloke. And uh, before I sent it, I went, well, what have I got to lose? And yes, it was a bit cheeky, but no, it's not like I was getting the listing anyway. And then he accidentally messaged me the morning after. So I got some inside info and we struck up another little dialogue. I'm like, I'm definitely going to be the person he comes to if it stuff's up again. So well, that's what you got to remember. It's like that lady that I texted the other day. It was mm-hmm. this, I don't know if I'd said it on the podcast, but it was one, one door that I couldn't get reached through. Yep. And I had a look on Core Logic and I went, oh, it's been about 35 days. So I hadn't talked to her in like 40. <laughs> and out of the blue, I said, hey, um, what her name is, how's your campaign going? That's all I said. <laughs> she comes back with, hey, Liam, it's a little slow. We're not getting much interest, but thank you so much for asking. And then I went, no worries. Um, that's a bummer though, because most of our properties are getting hammered. <laughs> um, if you'd thought of switching agents, give me a call. <laughs> I know, because I remember you texting, go, should I? Should I say that's like why not? And I think you even asked Reese as well, and he said why not. Reese is the one that Reese is the one that gave me that that script because he goes, "What have we got to lose?" Because exactly. he's the most blunt, straightforward person. But it doesn't feel right doing it and saying it sometimes. But at the end of the day, like it, it works, you know. If you well, if you just straight up, yeah. And I, it's it's that feel not feeling right bit that I think is the most important bit to overcome because. Ultimately, it. I am. I'm. I'm. I didn't. I wasn't always this way, in terms of. I didn't think it was always the person that was the most pushy that would get the business. But now I think if you just expect the business, and if you just take it, they're the ones who get it. Mm. You've got to be assertive, but not too pushy. There is definitely a fine line, and I think the hardest part about it is is that every single person's different. Yeah. And you can kind of treat people differently and you can, some people you can be blunt to some people, you know, they send you smiley faces and stuff. So you can't really be too blunt to them, but yeah, that's the only tricky part that I find, but I've noticed Reese is just like straight to the point, pretty blunt, but it works and people don't really mind that. Yeah. Well, they're not paying us to be their friend. No. And, and like we've been saying, if you've already lost it, who cares? It's gone. Try again. Yep. Because yep. this market, 90 days comes pretty quick. And it's taking multiple, multiple months to sell a property now. Yeah. And it's happened at the flick of a dime, which is uh, worrying. But uh... <laughs> Well, as you said, maybe last episode, it can't get much worse. No, it can't. It can't. But um, what we were talking about, what was the, if they, if your script if does not work. Not. Yeah. It is, it is a difficult one. I'll be real. But look, if it's difficult. If somebody is selling, then I will a lot of the time go away and re-strategize and try again. Yeah. If I know, I've noticed lately, if I say to somebody, oh, you, you want an appraisal and they go, not now. Or like, oh, we're not ready just yet. Not yeah, 100% they're... of the time, but 95.9%. Yeah. They're selling. They're selling. Like, there's been a few times where that's happened, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They they listed, and I yep. just so 
people like that is I set up a call and it is hard. Some people I go, fuck it, I'll call them in three days because 90% of people kind of hang up and forget you called. And then if you call again, they go, they don't even realize you're the same person from the same agency. Mm -hmm. So I'll set up a thing, maybe give them a call back in four days, maybe drop something off. Now that we've got a few listings around the area, if they say, no, we're not ready yet, I'll take an open home invite, knock on their door and thought, oh, I was just in the area. We spoke on the phone just before. And then you get in front of them. Yeah. I think you've just got to not reinvent the wheel, but try different strategies. Like if they say no to you on the phone, you don't have to try and spin it around and keep them on the phone and try all these beautiful scripts. Re-strategize and think of another way that you can do it. Uh, I I just had this thought while I was listening to you then, right? Mm-hmm. Do you realize that we're evolving? We are evolving. We are we are sharpening our skills and we are getting better because I, I don't think we were having these type of conversations even, you know, what, two months ago, three months Definitely ago. Definitely not. Well, it happened to me, I think it was the start of last week or the end of the week before where I called this lady and she said that she already had an appraisal. And I said, oh, are you selling? And she goes, yeah, not just yet though. We're moving away. And I tried actually, I literally tried three times on the phone to get through. The last time she was like nearly at a yes. And I went, and then she's like, no, no, we're just not ready yet. And I was like, fuck. So I hung up and I was like, come on, what can you do? I sat there for like three minutes and I was like, what can you do? What can you do? Realized we had a listing around the corner, went and door knocked her. Handed her an open home invite and a, one of our, our magazines, and then started talking with her. Like I, you just you just gotta like just bring like you don't have, like I said you don't have to sit there on the phone and go, well can we please? We'd love to come around. Yeah, know? yeah. Be annoying in that way. Yeah, I don't I don't think pleading with people actually works. You do have to have some sort of value proposition. Yeah, you, you can't just sit there and beg and you can't be like, oh, well, would you like an appraisal? No, I would love to Would love to help you. Can we, we come over tomorrow at four? Yeah. No, just get off the phone, dig us something new. Call them three days later with a new, a new thing. Yeah, well, it still does have to be relevant, I think, because then otherwise you're just being a pest. So whether it's a new sale, an update on the area, like it doesn't matter as long as there's some sort of value add in that. I think it's fine. Mm, how do you feel about coming soon phone calls saying you've just listed one on the street? I struggle with them. I, I don't mind them as a door knock. Yeah. They kind of suck as a phone call. Well, so when you're at the door, you're trying to get their name and number and stuff, right? Yeah. But if you're calling them saying, hey, we've just listed one of your street. I'm going to give you a call when it sells. To me, that's so fucking pointless and such a waste of time. To me. Well, Some that's people- because... You had that one guy who's like, well, why don't you just call me when the sales <laughs> result comes through? I've actually had that one or two times now. And I think because now I kind of don't see the value in it, I don't really like to do it. Like you said, though, I will go and do the door knock for sure. I'll, you know, if I don't have their number. Mm. Um, and especially if I know them, I'll call them and tell them we've listed one in their street. But cold calling saying that we've just listed one in your street, to me, I'm like, what's the point in that? Because a lot of people don't to, even ask. Hold on. Let's think. What is the actual point? It's it's just a touch point, I guess. It's a touch point, but I've had a lot of people, and maybe it's the way I say it, but I go, hey, it's Liam from Bell Property. I just wanted to let you know that we've just, we're just about to bring number blah, blah to the market. Um, and then I start telling you about the property, and they go, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, 
They're maybe gonna get this phone call in the, in a matter of minutes. Maybe it's may, or if you're doing the street specifically, maybe it's going listen, like as a courtesy, we're very big on service in the area, and you know I wanted to tell you that number twenty five is coming to the market shortly, which will mean that on Saturdays and at this point probably Thursday night you will see more traffic in the area. Uh, if you have any issues with cars parked across your driveway or something like that, please give me a call. Because they're not service yeah. based. Yeah. And it seems more like a, a public service as opposed to a, oh, guess what? We just listed another property. No one gives a shit. But no if you tell did. them that they're about to be, in, you, they could be inconvenienced, that you're going out of their way or your way, I should say, not their way, to tell them that, maybe it helps. Mm, you're right. Yeah. I, yeah, I think ever since that phone call where he said, well, why didn't you just call me when you sold it? I kind of was like, yeah, you've got me. <laughs> that well, was pretty early in and my, my script and dialogue wasn't great. So now that I've evolved like we have into internal beings of real estate, maybe the best on the planet, um, <laughs> maybe I can swindle it. But yeah, to me... I try and go for the appraisal though, man, every fucking time I talk to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, but that that's and this is what that other prospector was saying. I think with those ones, I don't I don't know if it's the right time to actually go for the appraisal. Mm, well, so it is pairing back on it and going, all right, long term then like all right, so Yeah, of, that's a long term one for yeah, sure. One of the first listings that I remember doing with Elliot uh, is like actually I think it was Maybe no, no. It was maybe the second one, but it was in a in a cul-de-sac. Did I tell you it was on Euro Street? Um, and basically, it was it's this little cul-de-sac in a really busy part of one of the neighboring suburbs. Mm. And like that, basically the the people in there are a little bit uptight. Um, which I don't know what if it's just the demographic or the clientele or whatever, but. Um, oh, I remember. Yep. Wait, do you? I swear you told me about this street where everyone just had no interest whatsoever. Are you sure? Um, maybe it wasn't this one, but I remember you telling me a story about. Oh no, because remember I was looking at maps and I went go knock this street and it was a little cul-de-sac and you went oh. Anyway, that's just. My God, we talk about a lot of streets, don't we? <laughs> but anyway. anyway, so. Uh... Yeah, we, we had to tweak some stuff. Um, oh, maybe I did tell you. I don't know. Did I tell you about Euro Street? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I remember you mentioning a cul-de-sac where nobody had any interest. But I think it was that time I was looking at maps and I went, go knock this street. And you go, nah, they, they, they have no interest. And there was like four houses on it. Well, that's because Euro Street doesn't exist. And I was setting up a joke, but... Oh, <laughs> You're a piece that, of mate? shit. Do you remember that, though? Yeah, I do. I remember that one. But I was like, I can't. Now he's caught me off guard. I don't know how to actually. I didn't expect him. But yeah, you're right. I do remember. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. You ruined my Euro joke. <laughs> Fuck. I wish I didn't fucking ruin that one. Fuck. It actually kind of works, though, because now you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you got me there because I fucking, I wouldn't have ever <laughs> switched onto that. Oh, I'm I'm trying really hard to work these in to pay back. I'm glad that you make up your own though, because I just use ones with names. You're fucking actually thinking about them. 
You've got to. You've got to do it. That, that way it's more authentic. I'm going to think of one thing. I'm going to fuck you up. That was three minutes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the that story is, you were telling. The point story. is, we tweaked the dialogue so that it was more service-based and people appreciated it. Yeah, nah. I, Which yeah. later. I, but again, and I think I used to get very confused when I started in real estate because all of the touch points and calls and stuff you make. But the more I'm in it, the more people that I meet, the more people I get to know, the more appraisals we do. It mm. actually gets a lot easier. Like now, 90% of the time when we get a listing, I know a couple of people on the street. So we've probably already appraised it. or have already had some lengthy conversations with them. So like I go, I can call them and say, hey, just want to let you know, we actually just listed this one on your street. And because we've talked a few times, mm. they're like, oh, thanks, Liam. So what is it? And then you tell them, tell them what you're looking at getting for price. But that's one thing that took me a little while to, to like, cause I was like, yeah, they're like, yeah, call your nurturing, like do some nurturing, call your blah, blah, blah. Tell everyone about this. But now that I've actually got some of the database and I've met a few people, it's actually a lot easier now. Yeah. Yeah. Starting cold is hard, but so coming back around to what happens when, um, when people say no, yes. I mean, honestly, you've got a couple options. In my head, you either ask again or you park it and come back in another day. Um, or if it's completely cold, you just wait a little bit. They've forgotten you, you try again. Or you just give up. Mm. Like, there's really not too many. Maybe that's why trainers don't talk about it too much. There's no quick win scripts. But I think to reduce the chance of getting a, I'm going to call it like a false positive no instead of like a flat out proper no is ask it more directly and ask it with more uh, assumptivity, mm. right? Yep. So, you know, consultatively close it and be like, I will see you at five o'clock on Friday. Mm, yeah, you're right. And, and like you just said though, sometimes you do have to just give up. Like oh, you, yeah. you, like that one I was saying where I tried so hard and I couldn't get reached through the door. There's probably a couple of other things that I could have done, but at the end of the day, I did, I did just give up because I went, I've tried like six fucking times to get through this door. Yeah. Some people don't like to tell you that they have another agent in mind, but they, a lot of people already do. Yeah. So that, yeah, it, it is, it's very fucking difficult sometimes. And some people are just stubborn. Some people don't see a reason in you coming over when they're not ready mm. or, or to, yeah, yeah, if they're not ready i was because i was just trying to think is there a way still but i think asking to be on the listing like have a presentation or get the opportunity to present should be okay we need to point out the elephant in the room too like you are calling him you don't always have to be as sly and like you know how sometimes you feel like you can't be too direct yeah Sometimes you can just say, yeah. we would love to apply for the job. We would love to have a shot at having this listing. Is there a chance that we can come over? Yeah. Like, right. Let's break it into a couple of categories. And if it's stone cold, I would say, take the no, wait a week, call them again. Mm. Like if yep. you've got any sort of hint that they might be selling, maybe not even a week, maybe in four days. Mm. Um, if there's no hint of selling, I, the number of times I get something, nah, mate, look, we're not doing anything. We're very happy where we are. But thanks for the call. I'm like, not selling. Move on. Mm, yep. But the ones that go, oh, no, not really a good time. Thanks. Have a good day. 
Like, all right, you're back on the list. I will call you again. I would, or I'll go door knock them or whatever. So that's what I would do with a no on those. Would you not agree straight or after the call though? <laughs> Maybe the next day or the day after. <laughs> nah, call them instantly. <laughs> Hi, I'm from a different agency. Can we come over? No. Try again. Oh, damn it. Ray um, White. No, nah, damn it. <laughs> LJ Hooker. No. Nah. Yeah, wait till property. you find the one they're really keen on. Kill like, Patrick gotcha. Real Estate. <laughs> Selling it yourself. All right. <laughs> I'm from um, realestate.com just doing a survey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you think that's uh, illegal? No, anyway. I I have um, thought about that before. I thought, could you no. say that you're from... <laughs> no, you can't misre- misrepresent yourself. All right, so that's that's that one. If if it's in a category where it's like a lead, I think if you get a no first up, pushing it another time is really important. Um, and then, like you said, pointing out the elephant in the room going, listen, if you have any inclination of wanting to sell whatsoever, we are the best at what we do. I know every agent says that, but we would love to apply for the job when the time is right. Mm. Would, you, good- would you consider us on the shopping list when the time's ready? If they say no at that point, I think, well, you're probably dead anyway. Mm. Um, but at least now you're actually asking for a response that is going to either give you permission to continue to follow up or you know you're cooked, in which case you can probably try again a different way. Yeah, and and with like a little script, so say they say no. Mm-hmm. Say you know that they're selling, they say no, it's not the right time and, and maybe the next day pick up the phone. I like this one. You go... It's Liam from Bell Property. Now, look, I know that there is a fine line between being a pest and just being really good at my job, but I've been thinking about it and I would, we would love the opportunity to come around. And, you know, I, I've used that script before and somebody actually laughed and went, oh, I like that. But it's like, mm. I think I think that was what it is. Is like, I'm sitting here staring at a boat, so I, I did lose my train of thought halfway through that, that script. But... I, <laughs> It's really pretty. It's got fairy lights and stuff. I really yes. like fairy lights. What are you doing? About? Um, but the yeah, I know that there's a fine line between um just following up and being a pest. Yeah, and you, you make a little joke, point it out, and just ask. Like people like to know that you want to sell their house. Like we won a listing the other day because it was dual living, and Reese was so excited, and he goes, "Oh my god, dual living." And he was like, and he was talking about it. And then when we sat down at their dining table a few hours later, they said, oh, like the other agents that came over didn't even care about the jewel living. Mm. So people think that you're excited and really want to sell their house. They, it's, you know, they take it as a compliment. They go, fuck it. This guy's showing way more interest than the guy that we call off a letter. That's true. Okay. I like that. I, the, I think I've spoken to you about this one as well. I've been practicing this a few times. Um, in my like every opportunity I get, I've practiced this script so that it becomes second nature when I hear it again. Um, but especially at the door, like you said, ninety five percent of the time, if someone says now's not the right time or um, I'm I don't have time for this, it generally means that they've had a thought about it mm-hmm. or just at the wrong space, wrong time. My response that I've practiced is along the lines of, listen, I know this might sound forward, but in my experience, and I have had a lot in this area, anyone who's ever said to, that to me is considering doing something with their property. I know now is not the right time, but I would love the opportunity to sit with you at the right time. When would that be? And then seeing if I get it. And if they say no, piss off. I'm like, okay, talk to you again. And then I'll just leave. Mm. But if they say, you know what? 
tomorrow, five o'clock. Fuck it. All right, I'll be there. But I'm practicing that because you've got it. You can't, you don't have time when they say that to you to be like, oh, hold on. How do I, how do I respond to this? Yeah. It has to be muscle memory. Mm. So I, I, I practice it in the car now, in between calls. If I'm having like a negative thought, I'll use this as like my way of redirecting that energy. And I'll mm. sit there and I'll think about that question and think about, say, I actually say the response out loud now so that the next time a client says that to me at the door, I'll be like, in my experience, anyone who's ever said that to me when I've door knocked them is thinking about selling. And, and on the point of you where you just said that you get stumped and you don't, you can't think fast. Yeah. Um, it happened to me the other day for anyone that wants to, me to be relatable. I, I called, <laughs> like, remember I called you up. I nearly cried. <laughs> I was so annoyed that she was such a bitch. I was like, I, was like, I got off the phone and like, I've been having a great day and this one chick just pissed me off so much. I was like, oh, I'm trying to fucking help you. But I called her and we were just about to list one in her building. And I didn't even realize this one had been on the, like the, it was on the market because it had been on there for so fucking long. And I was like 122 days. I was like, oh shit. Like she's got to be getting like over it. So mm-hmm. I, I got her number. Thank you, Byron. Um, I got her <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Got her number. Um, and I've called her and I said, "Hey, or whatever her name was, we're just about to bring one to the market in your complex. And while I've got you, I've just noticed that you've had your property on the market for about 122 days. How's your campaign going?" She's nah. okay. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, like, have you have you had any interest? Have you thought of switching agents? Because I don't care. I went, oh, and she goes, I just don't care. And I went, oh, you don't care. And I, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, she's on the market for 122 days. Her number wasn't easy to get. So I can't imagine she'd been getting hounded from everybody. So I'm just like, this would be good. She was just so mean. And I was so, so like thrown back. And I was like, you've been on the market for 120 days. Like surely a part of you wants to sell. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's, that's that that's was me getting stumped. That was yeah. me getting stumped. I literally went, Oh, you don't care. She goes, no. Nah. And I just went, Oh, I'd see ya. Like I was, and like you said, it does come down to experience and having a quite a bit, but I was rocked. I was like, oh, I can't return from this. I, I don't know if anyone really could have, cause she did not care apparently. No. And in that sort of situation, it's the the time's gone. Yeah, but now this is where we're talking about with no's. Your opportunity now is: do you be a hound dog? Do you go in and go? Listen, I've been thinking about what you said. Surely there is not a universe where you don't care about selling your property. Yeah. What was the reason that you put it on the market? And just ask her an open question. And if that gets no response, well, you've had another crack. But this is again what a trainer can't teach you, no. or they don't teach you unless they're with you. Um, so we've covered, we've covered cold calls. We've covered sort of like leads in the hot ones. I think this sort of applies as well. You give it another crack. And then, like you said before, like think of another way to go in and attack it. Sometimes it's a value add. Sometimes it's dropping off of a box. Sometimes it's giving them some more information. Sometimes it's keeping them updated, whatever, you know, you think of a tactic and talk to your principal, your agent, whoever to help you with it. Someone with a lot more experience. Um, but at the end of it all, the big thing with no's is if you've tried 
and you've tried a couple of times and you've tried it in different ways and it's still no, like you said earlier, move the F on. Mm, yeah, you can't waste too much energy on it. No. It's, it's yeah. Sometimes you've just got to go, all right, I had a crack. A lot of people might disagree with that and, you know, but. There's plenty more houses out there, eh? There is plenty more. I would not focus too much energy on one. I know it is difficult because finding somebody selling is is actually I know I actually text Brian this the other night. I said, Why the fuck is it so hard to find somebody selling? Like really? But <laughs> I know it's it's a dime, you know, a diamond in the rough and you've found something, but some people you just can't crack and you're gonna waste some stupid time on them. And energy. And energy, yes, because you're going to get off the phone and think that you're a piece of shit failure that can't book an appointment. But in reality, you're a human, and that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, and there's already enough reasons to think you're a piece of shit failure without adding that to it. There is plenty. We can move on from that one. <laughs> but, but, yeah. that's uh, I, I was a little bit worried when we started this podcast, Liam. I didn't think we would be able to actually get to this point this late in the night. Mm. Um, but... There's definitely some wisdom in there, my friend. Yeah, there's a few little golden nuggets, so take them as you will. Yeah. The people who keep coming and listening, I tell you what, you are all going to be absolute goats in this industry because you're learning from the two very best. For free too, might we Literally. add. Uh, I mean, they are giving up a little bit of their time and hopefully a review and hopefully plugging it to all their friends and, and family, of course, and peers. But uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, team. Thank you, family. Thank you, friends. Thank you, everyone. That, uh, <laughs> But it is my time to go make some dinner and lunch for tomorrow, so I'm really excited. It's going to be a great not wait, way to end the night. Yep. Oh, quick uh, goals for the week. I want 10 appraisals. That is that is my sole focus. Goals for the week. Um, yeah, probably get this one listed, my first little solo listing, and um, just ride the wave. Ride the wave, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. As we say, Warren. Yes. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love you. Talk soon. Love you.